You know, for those of us who are Filipino-American here in uh, the city of New York, uh, there are, or there is one candidate who's well-known, who is Filipino-American and running. Uh, his name is uh, Raga Steven, and uh, his chances seem fairly good, considering he's got more resources than the other candidate, whom we have interviewed. We've reached out to Mr. Raga on several occasions. However, he's never returned our calls, nor messages, for whatever reason. And this is a guy that I once actually indulged for city councilor. Uh, but hey, you know, <laughs> win some, you lose some. Sometimes that's just the way the ball bounces. You're born with hair, and later on you become bald. Uh, that's just what life is about. Uh, anyway, the, uh, <laughs> the thing is that we're looking at here, of course, is uh, there's other Filipino-Americans who are running around the country. We're going to be talking in a while uh, on this election day with uh, someone who's monitoring that on the West Coast, some people call the left coast, but uh, is is uh, a political analyst and activist, uh, Mark Ong, who's going to tell us more about uh, things on the West Coast. If you're listening to this, uh, it is late afternoon here. It's uh, getting near five o'clock, still about four hours to go before the polls close here on the uh, East Coast. Many people are coming off work, heading to the polling places. You have several hours to go if you are want to vote. Remember, up to 9 o'clock you can vote if you haven't early voted already. And uh, the early voting totals were pretty not what a lot of people expected for uh, New York. The uh, early voting totals uh, being somewhat uh, less than anticipated for New York City, which usually has a high turnout of early voters that number um at times almost a million people uh however in this particular election cycle here in uh new york city the numbers have been relatively not the greatest uh about one third of what normally turns out 400,000 plus uh voters uh, coming out uh, to take part in the uh, 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 400,000 plus uh, voters. 459 was it? I'm, I'm, I'm trying to look up the numbers here and, and trying to see where and what exactly do I have for the, that figure because I actually do have a figure and a breakdown. Whoa, yes, believe it or not. And, and it's not a nervous breakdown. So the early vote totals for New York City. Uh, this is from nine days of early voting that ended on the 6th. Uh, Staten Island had 35,868 early voters who came out. Staten Island is a borough that is traditionally more conservative than other parts of the city. Queens, which is the borough I live in, a borough is... Uh, uh, basically a county or a district within the city for those in other countries who are listening to us. So the uh, highest, uh, the lowest number was Staten Island with 35,868, followed by the Bronx with uh, under 40,000, 39,069. Manhattan uh, did not exactly come in all that 
high. They usually top the list. But this year, they came in a little bit lower than expected. But Queens was a surprise. 8,840 early voters came out. I was one of those early voters, so I hope my ballot is among those there. So 88,840. The uh, area of uh, Manhattan received uh, 133,618 early votes. And uh, the one with the highest turnout in the early vote total is uh, Brooklyn with 135,239 for a grand total, yes, a grand total for Vote NYC, which is, of course, the city election office, uh, a nonpartisan group that monitors the elections and does the counting and does the posting and shares it all out between the five boroughs. So the uh, total number of early voters who cast their votes in New York City uh, is 432,634. Normally that figure reaches up to a million. Uh, so I think the last election was almost a million too in, in some areas. Uh, however, the numbers, of course, being a little lower these days, possibly uh, because it's not a presidential election cycle, possibly also because many people were, you know, even though there's a, a long number of days, uh, I don't have figures on the numbers of those who uh, took part in the uh, in the process beyond that at this point. In the meantime, while we're looking at early voting figures and other things, earlier this morning, I was listening to WABC and uh, the Bernie and Sid show, which I am a fan of, and I do listen to almost every day, even though Bernie is gone off to that great newsroom and broadcast facility in heaven, in the skies up above us, and there's an angel. Now, we do still have Sid with us here on Earth, Uh, and uh, Sid Rosenberg and his crew was out there today, of course. Joining him in the studio were Andrew Giuliani, uh, the son of uh, former Mayor Rudy Giuliani, who is uh, getting and breaking his own in there as as host, and Laura somebody or other. I'm sorry, I don't know her last name. I wasn't really listening. But uh, she was uh, representing the Democrats. He had one Republican, one Democrat, and of course Sid, who's kind of a Republican, I guess, but maybe not really. Uh, he's, He's more of somewhere in the middle and jumps around type of thing. And here is their interview with Filipino-American Assembly candidate, the first Filipino to run for the state assembly uh, under a major party ticket, the first Filipina-American who graciously us with an interview a few, about two weeks ago, I think. And uh, her name is Cara Castronova. She's running in the 22nd District of New York. And this is Cara's interview on Bernie and Sid, uh, WABC Morning Show. I don't think it's still called Bernie and Sid, but I, 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 for me, as far as I'm concerned, it's still Bernie and Sid, no way, because Sid's still there. But, uh, you know, obviously it is the Sid Rosenberg uh, WABC Morning Show, and uh, Cara Castanova was his guest earlier today. Let's listen in!
life, election day, Laura Curran and Andrew Giuliani have been just so amazing today. I, I, I just I can't say it enough. I, I love the music whole show. today, too. Every song has been on point. Yeah, we do that. Me and Lou Rufino pick uh, all the songs. We actually uh, spend a lot of time on that. <laughs> because, no, we feel like, the, and, and we've talked about yeah. this, Andrew, too, loves it, too. Kind of the, the mood of the show, mm. where the show is. So we, uh, we spend a lot of time doing that. People have said to me, I miss you to break like a Christmas album. Are you going to ever do a best of music for the show, Sid, you and Lou, when I thought about it? So thank you for uh, pointing that out. Our next guest is running in District 22 out on Long Island. That's Valley Stream in Elmont. She is uh, Cara Castronova. She's running today. She's been on the show a bunch of times. John Tobacco, her buddy, host of uh, Wise Guys on Newsmax, also a dear friend of both me and Andrew. Cara is a, a former boxer mm. and uh, also is out there representing folks who, for some reason... While guys who committed 10 vicious felonies are on the streets, these guys are still in jail because they entered the Capitol back on January 6th, which makes no sense. Anyway, here she is, Kara Kashanova. Kara, good morning. How are you? Good morning, everybody. Hey, nice happy to have you. Day. Uh, happy election day to you. So let me ask you this. Former boxer, I see all of your Twitter, uh, you know, your ads on Twitter. You're running down the street like Rocky and all that stuff. And you think being a boxer helps you on a day like today that, I don't know, extra punch? It definitely does. It's always like you're always thinking, boxing, this is the last round. I got to go out there. So this is the last round today. So I'm going around to all the different polling places. We stand 100 feet away. And we could, I just realized this today because I'm new. You could still go to the polling places as long as you're 100 feet away. So um, I'm going to be doing that all day. I'm actually going to go vote for myself when we get off the phone here, which I never thought I would do. I'm walking down to the firehouse. A couple blocks away, I voted there my whole life, and I'm going to be on the ballot. So it's pretty exciting. And my aunt, I'm dropping off her absentee. She lives uh, over here with me, and she voted for me. She voted Republican for the first time. She's a Democrat. So, hi, Kara. It's Laura. Uh, conventional wisdom has it that uh, I believe your opponent is Mikhail Salage. And that, excuse my language, but that she's going to kick your ass. Oh, my God. Because she's got, they've got, you know, there's a, an, she's got a machine. She has people. They've got a, the community who is very loyal to her and really likes her. And I'm, I'm just saying what I'm hearing out there in the world. What do you yeah. say to people, like, if, when you're raising money and you're campaigning and you're like, Mikhail Salaj, no, you know, we can't go against her. How do you combat that? Show us your boxing skills now, Kara. Come on, Kara. Bob and Weave. Let, let me say something. That might have been the deal when you were back, when you were in office floor, which was the years ago when we met. I actually interviewed you when I worked for uh, uh, Verizon Fires. But oh, it is not yes. Yes, of course. That is, yes, and that, so that's not the deal anymore. People might have said they were loyal to her some years ago. People are sick of her, tired of her. She has done nothing but nothing for this community. Literally, the community sent it. She promised. She, everything she promises to the residents, she comes back two years later and makes up the same uh, promises. The Muslim community is behind us this year, which we're straight up. Wow, that's a big deal. Big deal. They are fed up with her. Um, a lot of the other uh, communities, even the ones that she lives in, have said, you know what, I don't like her. I don't like her. That's anyone that was enthusiastic to vote for her she's been getting by all these years because she has it's like you know this she has the d on her name she's a democrat in a democrat area i haven't met a single independent that said they're voting uh democrat this year i've met a number of democrats of all 
races, all sexes, religions who are saying they're voting Republican this year never have yet to meet a person unless they're one of her interns, one of her volunteers, which are very few, by the way, and one of her um, family members, actually, that I walked up to that actually said that they like her. So that's the honest to God's truth. I don't know how she's been in here for 10 years, but this year I think she's running scared. She had Mayor Adams out here with her um, pandering. I think she was even out here with Kathy Hochul. Wait here in Elmont. Like, we don't like Kathy Hochul over here. Uh, none of the Democrats even like her. Uh, you know, they are, she's not as popular as you were, Laura. Definitely not. Kara, I, I know, and I've seen you on the campaign trail since the start, and, and there's there's not a more tireless worker than you are and what you've been able to put in. So kudos to you. Wherever this race ends up tonight, you should feel very proud of where you are. Uh, but you, you mentioned you mentioned uh, Kathy Hochul not being popular. Uh, you know, so much of what people talk about is how the top of the ticket helps those people that are, you know, not uh, that are the bottom of the ticket right there, those running for state assembly, running for state senate, running for Congress right there. But I'm a big believer that really it's those people in the community, someone like yourself, who does work hard, they see a Republican going from district to district, from town to town, from door to door, and you end up helping the top of the ticket. How, what, what do you think the, the, uh, the, the fusion between you, Zeldin, Pinion, and other candidates has been throughout the campaign? Well, I think that we, we definitely on the lower tickets help because we're in the communities. We're going door to door to door. We're changing the perception of what a Republican is. You know, I'm an ethnic uh, minority female, and most of my volunteers who don't get paid, unlike Salaj's volunteers, uh, that's not called them volunteers, are mostly, you know, of different races. So we go out there, and people automatically, we're knocking on doors, oh, I'm, I'm voting Republican, you know, sorry, they think we're Democrats, and they say, no, we're Republicans. And they're always like, wow, that's so good to see, because I think that a lot of people have this misconception of what a Republican is. But literally, um, the majority of my volunteers, African-American, Asian, Muslim, all different races, and um, I think that's refreshing for the community. Community see and makes them feel like they're more welcome in the Republican Party, which they are and always have been. So that's like the the myth I'm trying to break, and I'm, I think I'm really helping doing out here when I'm walking around with my volunteers knocking on Democrat doors for them to see that and listen, because we're people that are telling them, listen, you know, the Republican Party welcomes you. We want you in our party. We, we like, please give us a chance, vote for us. And that's one of the biggest things I want to change. Um, you know, whatever happens with this election, I will be victorious, by the way, and I'm going to use the platform to uh, embrace more minorities um, and make them feel like they're welcome in the Republican Party because the Democrat Party has told them for too long that, that they're their friend when it's actually the opposite. You have uh, run a great campaign. You really have, Carol. It's been fun having you on all these months. You've uh, put yourself in a position where you have more than a puncher's chance at winning this fight today. It's so more than a puncher's chance. More than that. Go out there and uh, win. We wish you the best of luck. Either way, you're terrific. Best to uh, Johnny, and we'll talk to you after you get the win. How does that sound? And everybody get out and vote, 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 vote. You have to get ton of your friends out to vote here in Nassau County. It is so important. Republicans are charged up. Get out the door, go vote, bring your friends and family. That's the message I want to leave everyone with that. That is a great Cara, message. Great job. Good luck. A great Good luck. job. Good luck. Good luck. Good Castronova, let's go to a guy on his bike, literally riding between polling places, going to different events. That's how he's been campaigning. A lot of people say, how does this guy go around doing his campaign and all that? Because he's showing up and getting a lot of votes, getting a lot of notice from a lot of people, considering he's only 22 years old. He is the youngest candidate running uh, for state assembly, I believe, in the state of New York at this time here in New York City. Uh, the rest of the state, I don't know. But as far as New York City is concerned, Sean Lally is the youngest one running. 
Uh, unlike Carrick Castanova, he doesn't really have that much of a high-powered team uh, helping him and backing him up. Kara, of course, uh, is is uh, well represented, well backed up. She has uh, good efforts going there and, and good campaign support working with her. Uh, meanwhile, in Sean's case, it's him. I think his brother and his family helping him, and some others. And uh, that's basically it, as, as well as, of course, some of the different Republican clubs who are, who are doing what they can. But uh, Sean's pretty much a one-man uh, show as far as it goes, as far as going around and doing the campaign, along with those uh, who are closest to him who are helping him directly. So let's give uh, Sean a little listen as he talks about his experiences in the campaign. What's it like for being basically, uh, you know, someone who's fresh out of school, just getting uh, getting your way in life and uh, seeking political office in New York State? Here's Sean Lally. Hey, uh, what exactly is it like, first timer? Uh, you know, you you were the, one of the youngest candidates in Queens to run. Uh, what's it like for you to experience uh, being a, a candidate on? Uh, on election night. It's mostly I'm learning about a lot. I'm learning that a lot of I didn't know before. I'm getting the material out from Windows. That's what I'm mainly focused on right now is doing that. And I'm informing people about Kathy Hogle's concentration camps. That's, well, it's just a... Uh, it's, it's a great experience to have to, to, to run and to get your message across to to an audience, to build an audience and to build a a, a block of voters, who want to, a block of people who want to vote for you. It's very gratifying to know that people are out there who think, who think like I do, who think like I do, to the extent that they want to actually get something done. That is... That is that is a uh, a very good thing to know. How do you feel about uh, how things have gone during the campaign? A lot of the issues you started with medical freedom uh, are now uh, basically things that have, the courts have come out in your favor. The uh, the uh, uh, you know the laws have been changed in many ways. How do you feel about those victories? Those victories were phenomenal, and if the courts keep on that path, I think that we, that people will not have to worry about where their paycheck is going to come from, about where, where they can eat or what they can do. Law-abiding citizens, mind you, won't be worrying about things when they haven't committed any crimes. So, um, right now, we're doing pretty good. Right now. Just as Kathy Hilgo said, there's no guarantee that this current trajectory will stay the past if she's elected. So if you if we elect the Zeldin, we're going to be getting a much better trajectory and a much better trajectory to people, to law-abiding constituents. Yeah. So you're moving around now. You're uh, you're taking part in these uh, events. Uh, what do you, what are your plans for tonight for uh, going around? Uh, I know you're going to be attending some uh, some of the campaign events. Well, yeah, tonight I'm going out to Queens uh, Village, no, not Central Queens Republican Club. That would be an event in Anshu Shalom Shabbat. I might be getting the name wrong. But it's out in Forest Hills. 
it's an election night countdown where you know, about a good hundred or so people are going to be there. And we're all going to be having a good time, bringing fruits and whatnot. You know what they say to to a new candidate like yourself. You know, you're you're very young. This is your first time trying uh, to be uh, in the electoral process. Uh, that any vote you get is a victory. Is, do you agree with that statement? Can you repeat it one more time about it? Yeah, that that when you're young and you're starting out, you know, in in uh, politics, you're taking part for the first time. Every vote you get is a victory. Do you agree with that? That that every vote is a is Absolutely. a win for you. If one person votes for me, as one person that did their part, that did what they could do to to contribute to a brighter future, I, I like to say that not voting allows for policies that you disagree with, and you disagree with people being put in concentration camps, people's rights and freedoms being revoked, if you disagree with people with, what's another thing I'm forgetting right now, it is called bail reform. If you, if you disagree with how bail reform is being treated at this time, I mean, you, you're going to have to vote. You have to vote for your representative so that they can take care of that, so that they can change bill reform and improve it. We'll get rid of it and allow judges to start making decisions once again. Okay, Sean, well, we want to let you go. Do you have anything to say to those people who supported you and uh, voted for you? Uh, that's, okay, this is your time. Absolutely. Well, for me, it would be about for freedom, about against communism, and anybody who voted for me at this time and to, to come, I am very grateful to those people. Because without you, we wouldn't have support for this, for, for freedom. There would be no supporters for freedom in us New York State. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for doing this. Thanks for having me, Mike. Mike. Okay. Bye-bye. As we said at the start, we had uh, Kara Castanova uh, from a interview that took place with uh, Sid Rosenberg earlier today, and we have Sean Lally, uh, who uh, is a candidate uh, we were able to interview early on. Sean is one of the youngest candidates running in the uh, election here in uh, the uh, area of Queens, particularly in the Woodside area. Uh, both of them are running for the state assembly post, both on the Republican Conservative Party and Medical Freedom Lines. Um, we did also reach out to their opponents, who basically said, cricket, 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 cricket. Yeah, uh, just got crickets from them. Uh, they don't care about some blind guy, you know, who's uh, old and uh, probably has no more reach as far as they're concerned. And, uh, you know, never mind. That's not important. But here we go. What we ever we do, we do. And, you know, if you're going to vote and you're still out there, 9 o'clock is the polling time closing 
which means when you can get in, uh, obviously they're going to finish the voters that are inside the polling place. But if you get in by nine o'clock, you'll still be able to vote. So God bless you. God bless these United States of America. God bless the city of New York. Hey, and what you need to do is vote for life. Life matters. Vote for life. Vote for those who protect life. Vote for those who are for liberty. Vote for those who want to see more life, not death. That's all I'm going to say. God be with you. And the other ones, well, you can go wherever you do go. Yeah, whatever. I'm Michael York. Have a great night.